BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time for Justice Matters with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst, Glenn Kirchner. Special counsel Jack Smith has gotten a look at Donald Trump's Twitter account. What type of evidence was he looking for? Here's Glenn to explain. So friends, ever since Jack Smith was appointed special counsel back in November to investigate the crimes of Donald Trump, he has been hard at work issuing subpoenas. And based on some new reporting, we just learned that among the subpoenas he issued was one for Donald Trump's Twitter account. And based on Donald Trump's recent post, it looks like this one made Donald Trump's head explode. Let's start with some of the new reporting. This from Politico. Headline, Special Counsel Obtained Search Warrant for Donald Trump's Twitter Account. And that article begins, Special Counsel Jack Smith obtained a search warrant for Donald Trump's Twitter account at Real Donald Trump earlier this year, according to newly revealed court documents. Twitter's initial resistance to comply with the January 17 warrant resulted in a federal judge holding the company, now called X, in contempt and levying a $350,000 fine. A federal court of appeals upheld that fine last month in a sealed opinion. On Wednesday, the court unsealed a redacted version of that opinion, revealing details of the secret court battle for the first time. This quote from the court opinion, quote, although Twitter ultimately complied with the warrant, the company did not fully produce the requested information until three days after a court-ordered deadline, according to the 34-page opinion by a three-judge panel of the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. The district court thus held Twitter in contempt and imposed a $350,000 sanction for its delay. It's unclear what Smith was seeking from Trump's account. Trump used the account actively in the run-up to the January 6, 2021 attack on the Capitol, promoting false claims of election fraud, calling his supporters to Washington to stop the steal, and mounting attacks on his rivals. Obtaining data from Twitter might have revealed patterns about Trump's use of the account, whether others had access to it, and whether there were any draft statements that were unsent. Smith obtained an indictment of Trump last week on charges related to his efforts to subvert the 2020 election. The document was replete with references to Trump's tweets, including his December 19, 2020 call for supporters to descend on Washington for a wild protest on January 6, 2021, as well as his tweet amid violence at the Capitol attacking his vice president, Mike Pence, for refusing to single-handedly upend the election. The indictment suggests Trump, not any surrogate or aide, issued the tweets. 
The existence of the warrant shows that prosecutors acquired access to the inner workings of what was once the most powerful megaphone in American politics and perhaps the world stage. Trump was banned from Twitter just days after January 6th after the company found his tweets to be in violation of its terms. Elon Musk, who took over Twitter last year, restored Trump's access, but the former president has not yet tweeted from the account since his return. So friends, once this reporting became public, not surprisingly, it seems to have made Trump's head explode, as evidenced by a recent post on his third-rate social media platform, Truth Social. Here is what Donald Trump posted about the fact that his Twitter account had been subpoenaed by Jack Smith. Just found out that crooked Joe Biden's DOJ secretly attacked my Twitter account, making it a point not to let me know about this major hit on my civil rights. My political opponent is going crazy trying to infringe on my campaign for president. Nothing like this has ever happened before. Does the First Amendment still exist? Did deranged Jack Smith tell the unselects to destroy and delete all evidence? These are dark days in America. Okay, setting aside for the moment Donald Trump's inane post, why might Jack Smith have subpoenaed Donald Trump's Twitter account? The answer is really pretty simple. Everything that Donald Trump posts on social media, including on Twitter, is what we call a statement by a party opponent. These are admissions that can be introduced as incriminating evidence against Donald Trump at trial, but you have to lay the foundation. So Jack Smith and his team of prosecutors subpoenaed Donald Trump's Twitter account. Now this is not a violation of his civil rights because a judge ordered that a search warrant should be issued for Donald Trump's Twitter account. In order for a judge to conclude that he or she should issue a search warrant, the prosecutors and the FBI agents investigating the crimes of Donald Trump had to put together a sworn affidavit, a sworn statement of facts showing to the judge's satisfaction that there would be incriminating evidence in Donald Trump's Twitter account. Part of what we have to prove when prosecutors want to use social media posts as evidence at trial is that the defendant is the one who made the posts. You can easily envision Donald Trump trying to claim, uh, I didn't make those posts. Sure, it was my Twitter account, but you know, I had aides and assistants and flunkies and lackeys and sycophants all do all those posts for me. I didn't know what they were posting. Can't you just see him trying to throw others under the bus falsely in his attempt to persuade people that, no, 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 I didn't post all of those incriminating tweets. Well, one of the building blocks to the admissibility of social media posts like tweets is you get their social media account, you subpoena all of the information that is available, and you pair it, you couple it with other evidence that will help prove it was Donald Trump who actually 
posted those tweets. What is some of that other evidence? Well, for example, I am quite sure that Jack Smith's team also subpoenaed or perhaps got another kind of a court order, a D order, which I'm not going to get into right now, but got a judge, got lawful authority to acquire, to obtain what's called Donald Trump's cell site information. What is cell site information? Well, you may know that every time you use your cell phone, in fact, every time your cell phone is turned on, it is connecting with the nearest cell site tower. Those are the big ugly towers that you see everywhere that have a whole bunch of small rectangular boxes atop those towers. Those are cell sites and thousands or tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of cell phones are connecting with those cell towers constantly. And the information that that generates, the cell site information, can tell people a lot, can tell the authorities a lot about precisely where a cell phone is at any given moment in time. Now, it's not like GPS, where it can exactly pinpoint where a cell phone is when it's on or when a phone call is being placed or when a text message is being sent or when a post is being made on Twitter, but it can narrow it down. So for example, I'm quite sure Jack Smith got all the cell site information for Donald Trump's phone when he was tweeting and he will be able to show, for example, that tweets were sent from Donald Trump's cell phone when that cell phone was located essentially at the White House. So if tweets are being posted at midnight and two in the morning and four in the morning when Donald Trump's aides and assistants and lackeys and flunkies and sycophants are not at the White House, well, they're going to be able to prove inferentially, they're going to be able to persuade a jury based on all the evidence from his Twitter account and from his cell site information that it was Donald Trump making those posts, nobody else. Therefore, the statements, the tweets, the posts are statements of a party opponent. In a very real sense, they can be admissions, they can be crimes, they can be evidence of consciousness of guilt, all depending on the substance of the post or the tweet. So that's why Jack Smith subpoenaed Donald Trump's Twitter account information, and I'm quite sure he subpoenaed Donald Trump's cell site information. He is building a criminal case, brick by brick, piece of incriminating evidence after piece of incriminating evidence. And at the end of the day, Donald Trump will have nowhere to turn. He will have no compelling defense, no persuasive defense to his crimes. And based on the case Jack Smith and his team of federal prosecutors are building, Donald Trump will, will be held accountable for his crimes. Because justice matters. On the way after the break, a judge has explained to Trump that his political campaign will not interfere with his trial. Glenn talks about that next on Justice Matters. 
Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The judge in the federal January 6th case said that Donald Trump's political campaign has to yield to the orderly administration of justice and that he cannot talk about certain aspects of the case. Will Trump comply with the judge's orders? Here's Glenn. So friends, in presiding over the first substantive hearing in Donald Trump's prosecution for attempting to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election, federal district court judge Tanya Chutkin set the tone. Here's the new reporting from Politico. Headline, Judge Warns Trump, Inflammatory Statements About Election Case Could Speed Trial. And that article begins, U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin warned Donald Trump and his attorney Friday that repeated inflammatory statements about his latest criminal prosecution would force her to speed his trial on charges related to his bid to subvert the 2020 election. Quote, I caution you and your client to take special care in your public statements about this case, Chutkin told Trump lawyer John Lauro during a hearing. I will take whatever measures are necessary to safeguard the integrity of these proceedings. Chutkin's stark admonition came at the conclusion of her first courtroom session in the newest criminal case against the former president. The aim of the hearing was for special counsel Jack Smith's prosecutors and Trump's attorneys to hash out disputes about the handling of evidence in the case. Once Chutkin enters a so-called protective order governing evidence, prosecutors say they're prepared to share millions of pages of documents with Trump's team, jump-starting the case and setting it on a path to trial. But Chutkin, Aware of the national spotlight on her oversight of the explosive case, repeatedly emphasized that she intended to keep politics out of the courtroom and treat Trump like any other criminal defendant. That included potential consequences if he makes statements that could be construed as harassing or threatening witnesses. Quote, the fact that he's running a political campaign has to yield to the orderly administration of justice, Chutkin said. If that means he can't say exactly what he wants to say about witnesses in this case, that's how it has to be. Quote, even arguably ambiguous statements from parties or their counsel, if they can be reasonably interpreted to intimidate witnesses or to prejudice potential jurors, can threaten the process, Chutkin added later. The more a party makes inflammatory statements about this case, which could taint the jury pool, the greater the urgency will be that we proceed to trial quickly. 
So, of course, with that admonition from Judge Tanya Chutkin, what does Trump do? Well, he immediately pivots, turning his attack on another prosecutor and another prosecution, Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis. Here's Trump's tweet not long after he was admonished by Judge Chutkin to, in substance, keep his big orange pie hole shut. I hear that racist Fulton County, Atlanta District Attorney Phony Phony Willis, who weakly presides over one of the deadliest communities in the U.S. with thousands of murderers, violent criminals, and gang members roaming the streets while going untried, free, and are treated with kid gloves, is using a potential indictment of me and other innocent people as a campaign and fundraising con job, all based on a perfect phone call as president challenging election fraud. My duty and right. Well, first of all, if anyone is an authority on campaign and fundraising con jobs, it's Donald Trump. And second, it looks like maybe Donald Trump is trying to accelerate his trials, doing pretty much exactly what Judge Chutkin ordered him not to do. So as far as I'm concerned, let's get these speedy trials on the road. Because justice matters. Friends, please stay safe, please stay tuned, and I look forward to talking with you all again soon. For more on Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.